Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Creative Walks. And today I wanted to talk about this uh, funny thing that happened last night and this morning that I accidentally got back into meditation. I've been resisting restarting this practice that I tried on and off for a couple of years now. And I know that just like eating your vegetables and uh, limiting sugar is something you should do, but I've been avoiding doing that. It's sort of like you are in this, sometimes you're like very tense or very distracted or whatever else is going on in your life. And then you know you should start doing something and you don't. And I've been thinking about doing, oh, I should do some meditation, see how it uh, changes mindset and all that. But for whatever reason, it was always like, I'm too busy, I'm not now, it has to be at this perfect time and whatever. So last night, I was just having some tea before bed. And then I thought, huh, let me focus on, it's one of the tricks you can do in meditation, like focusing your breath. And then I thought, hmm, let me focus on all the sensations and smells and sounds of uh, drinking a cup of tea. And that was kind of interesting. So this morning, while I was doing some light stretching, I said, you know what, let me pick up one of those apps that they have for iPhone, for Android. They're fairly ubiquitous these days. But I decided to get this app called Calm, and they have some free classes there. And then I chose one and uh, lay down and did a little bit of uh, meditation practice. And it's interesting how it, the things that were like bugging me right before that, they basically sort of uh, disappeared. And I know that meditation is like a long-term thing to have like proper effects, but it was kind of interesting. So, and it was not necessarily planned. I didn't wake up and decided to do it. It was sort of like, you know what, let's do this. And then today I was just sort of like thinking about all the benefits that are from meditation, apparently. And the first time I heard about it was with uh, Tim Ferriss and with uh, Sam Harris. If you don't know their podcast, you should go check them out. But on his book, I think it's in Tools of Titans, uh, Tim Ferriss said that um, about 80% of the high performance, high performance people that he interview in all sorts of areas from business to arts to athletics, apparently 80% of them do incorporate some sort of meditative practice in their day-to-day life. And then I thought, huh, might as well give it a try. So if you want to give it a try, there are basically two big apps uh, that have like sometimes either free trials or they have these uh, free classes like seven days of meditation. And the big uh, guys in the leagues are Calm and Headspace. I particularly prefer Calm, but I think they're both nice. I tried Sam Harris's uh, Waking Up app, which is kind of cool too. He's a neuroscientist and he dabbles a lot into uh, meditation and these kinds of practices, so you should check his stuff out. And I think there are a few apps, one from Kevin Rose that is free and a couple of other ones too. And the idea, like the basic one on mindfulness meditation is basically your mind will wander no matter what and you sort of like not try to damn it don't like homer simpson style and like beat yourself up you just get back to the breath which is kind of a cool thing and that was and you basically the exercise happens and the improvement happens on those failures it's when you become aware that your mind started wandering 
and you go back to your breath. And the way that this manifested today was I started listening to one of the meditation practices. It was about a 10-minute meditation practice with calm. And then my mind started wondering like, ah, I should see if I can interview this person to the, talk about meditation and the benefits of it. And then, huh, you're not focusing on your breath. So you go back to it. It was kind of cool. And then I started thinking also how you can get a meditation practice or at least a meditation, get into a meditation space in other practices. And the two ones that come to mind, at least on my experience, were when I was playing tennis very almost religiously, I would say I would play for like two hours a day for about three or four years. And I think there is a, an analogy there to meditation there, at least with the mindfulness meditation in terms of getting back to your breath. In tennis, if you don't play, you play points. And basically, there is sort of like an always a restart. It's not like after the point is done, you actually have a few seconds or if you're playing like according to the actual rules, every two or three points, you actually have one and a half minutes to sit and to ponder and to stop. Uh, with most amateurs, you just go from game to game. You don't really have um, that sitting around time. But even in between points, you always have this opportunity to stop and think and reset your mind. And I think it, that's where the meditation part comes. I'm not talking about the flow state that comes from tennis or any other activity when you're really deep into it and time disappears and all that. I think that flow state can be achieved with meditation. But the element that I'm talking about is this idea of coming back to something, coming back to something to recenter independently of the outcome. And I was thinking that in tennis, for example, if let's say you lost a point or you won a point or this point is very important or the next one is going to be very important. Important in the sense of if you lose that point, you lose that game and all that kind of stuff. You always have a few moments that is just yourself and you have this moment, especially when you're serving, when you're starting the game, you can take that moment and uh, usually players have a very specific ritual that they follow, like uh, the traditional one is to just bounce the ball a couple of times on the floor and then take a big breath and then go to start the point. So that kind of um, activity that you repeat again and again and again throughout an hour or two hours of a match, or even if it's like a 30-minute practice, it's a way to recenter, and I think it's uh, one of the things that I got out of tennis and got addicted to it because you gamify meditation. The other moment where you can kind of get it too is when you're playing an instrument, and I'll give you the example of drumming, which is the one that I'm more per, more used to in percussion. Sometimes you have these exercises where you have to keep the tempo or keep a specific set of strokes or drills for a long time. And whenever you get out of it, you sort of like, you get this immediate feedback that you were doing it wrong. And then you stop and you get back to it. And I think that's very cool too. I sort of have that when I'm doing product photography as well, because there is no, usually there is no other person around. So I can just focus on arranging the lights just right. And since it's a product and not a person, I don't have to worry about them being bored or anything. So 
I'll keep you updated on my meditation practice. I intend to try to do this uh, twice a day for 10 minutes each session. And uh, let's see how it goes. Um, in any case, you should download those apps. They're very nice to get you started and motivated. And if you're not familiar with meditation, it's a very cool way to get some free education on the practice. And again, meditation is something that sometimes we are too connected to our phones and everything, but this is one instance where your phone can be an ally in your mental health. So with that, I'll leave you and I'll talk to you tomorrow.